Hey, welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. This is Wags, and I got Dane here. Wags, let's talk about linebackers. Absolutely. So um, it's going to be a position that we may need to add at least one body. Um, Jake Ryan has moved on. Mm -hmm. uh, And uh, certainly with our defense in a 3-4, you don't need to necessarily invest a high pick in this position group um, because the edge guys are going to be the the ones that we're going to want to focus on. But uh, I definitely think uh, we'll probably be drafting at least one inside linebacker this year, don't you? Oh, you've got to think so. I I, co- I completely agree. Blake Martinez can't do it alone. <laughs> uh, even though he's done so in the last few years, I feel like he is a tackle machine. I don't know if you saw that article, but he's lost a little bit of weight, added some muscle. He is fired up. He wasn't happy with how he played last season. I was. So <laughs> I, I'd like to see him uh, continue, but to maybe give him a little bit of help somewhere in the draft would be good because outside of him we've got Oren Burks who um, was hurt much of training camp last year was a was a early pick for us was expected to be kind of fill that Joe Thomas role in the middle and be a bit more of a cover inside linebacker Uh, but you know we we I think we need an upgrade here, right? I think it's pretty obvious that we need another guy in that role even if Oren Burks has an incredible camp and comes in strong into year two, you can never have enough good bodies in there, and I think there's potential in this draft to fill a need. Yeah, I would agree. I am not going to give up on Oren Burks, no. but uh, his name just didn't didn't get called enough last season for my liking. Um, I know he had a few injuries, and that probably contributed a, a bit to him getting behind and having a little bit of a slow start. Yeah. Uh, but the fact is uh, we need to add a, a couple more guys out of this group. Either way, um, Blake is going to be a free agent after next uh, after this coming season. Um, so uh, if he has a good year, I would certainly expect the Packers to do everything they can to, to bring him back. But at the same time, it, it does make sense to uh, have a, a couple of other options there um, uh, just in case it's needed. So uh, with that being said, Dane, um, how high do you think we should look at this position group? Do you think this is potential first round already, or are we going to be looking maybe a, a little bit further down? So I think it wags it all depends on how the draft sort of um – Works out, um, and how and how things fall both at the twelve position and again uh, at the thirty position for the Packers. But I do think that with the free agent signings that um, Goody did this off season, we have an opportunity to just draft good football players. And it might surprise you, but if somebody like a Devin Bush is available out of LSU, who's just a game changing linebacker. Uh, 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 excuse me, Devin Bush out of Michigan, uh, who's a game-changing linebacker. Um, I wouldn't be upset, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers uh, went ahead and and uh, and took him. Same with uh, Bush out of LSU. There's just some talent at the top. Or excuse me, White at, at LSU. I they're think both Devons. They're it's both okay. Devons, <laughs> and they're both talented, and I'm excited to talk about it today because I think either one of them can punch you in the mouth and play good football. Yeah, absolutely, and it sounds like producer dozer agrees with you we're Dave. getting excited <laughs> we're here, getting man. excited these are the guys that come up and pop you in the mouth that's and hit right. you right that's right all right so uh absolutely so both of those guys are projected to be um top end first round picks potentially yes. so you'd have to be looking at them maybe at 12 um or you never know but i wouldn't count on either of them to be 
sliding down all the way to 30 for you. So No, uh, I don't think so. And and I think that um I, I actually think Devin White is a is a top ten talent. Uh he, he's just a guy who who does everything the right way. He's aggressive. You know, he's not he's just he's a good football player. Not a good football player. He's a great football player that makes any defense um any defense better. I think that um you know he's probably built to be a bit more of a four three in some instances, but he would fit in on this defense, and I promise you, Patton would find a way to to make him, you know, be able to lay the wood. And he's six foot, two hundred and forty pounds. He's a big dude. Yeah, uh, that amount of physicality, I think, putting next to Blake would be uh, kind of interesting to see because uh, Martinez is a very sound football player. I love him too, but uh, he can get, I think, at times, those uh, <laughs> jacked. And Blake can definitely very sound in in his tackling and at the point of attack, and I love him too. But yeah. um, he's he's a guy that uh, can get lost in the wash a little bit, can have a hard time getting off blockers. Um, so if you put someone that's really physical and and can uh, have that sideline to sideline speed and physicality to pair next to Blake, that could be a kind of a, a dynamic thing that could uh, really um, uh, cause a lot of problems yes. uh, for opposing offenses. So. I I agree. If you can get a blue chipper at this position, let's go for it. Um, but uh, not necessarily uh, expecting both of those guys to even be available for them at 12, but it'll be interesting to see what their mindset is. W- Wags, and I have to say, Devin White's 40 time was 4 4 2. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. So, I mean, you're talking about crazy. kind of a. Um, uh, that's a guy that that's like Ray Lewis level of uh, athleticism. Um, so uh, anytime you're going to have someone, uh, obviously, if we can go back, uh, all the off field issues aside, mm-hmm. uh, you're always going to want Ray Lewis. I'm not saying Devin White is Ray Lewis, no. but uh, when you have that size and speed and um, uh, physicality uh, at that position, that's always something to uh, that you do. It's pretty tough to pass up. Yeah, on. absolutely. absolutely. So uh, more realistically, mm-hmm. though. Where I still think we're probably looking a little bit further down on the draft. Um, so um, I really like uh, using one of our two fourth round picks uh, on this position. Yeah. I, that seems to make a lot of sense to me. Uh, so then we're looking in that um, 100 to 125 range uh, for prospects. We've got a few guys here that might fit that uh, group. Um, got uh, Vazian Joseph out of uh, Florida, uh, another underclassman junior, six foot two twenty seven, uh, pretty big guy. He's got a little bit of speed, um, so he might be someone certainly coming out of a big school uh, that could uh, um, be someone to take a look at. Not shy at contact, um, does have a, a little bit of limitation in terms of his strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, you know, um, I, I don't know I, when you're getting this low down. I think in the fourth, fifth round range, uh, you're not going to get that sure fire can't miss prospect, especially right. in this position group. Um, but uh, he might be someone that would slide into that fourth round range. A um, couple other guys maybe uh, we're looking at there. Bobby, uh, I'm going to have a hard time pronouncing this, Bobby Okariki um, out of Stanford. Um, he was a senior. And Drew Tranquil out of Notre Dame. So, um Big, I, and big, I like him actually. Wait. Big school guys. Uh, Drew was uh, uh, 6'2, 233 um, out of Notre Dame. And uh, 
Um, definitely has uh, some size. So all of these guys coming out of big school, big time programs. Yeah, and and I like I like Trey Quill. The the concern I have is you know he actually played safety for a little bit there for Notre Dame. He's put on some weight, um, but he did. The concern I have with him is I I think that he's um, a little bit limited now after an ACL injury that he had. Uh, so I think that he's a good locker room guy. I think he's a good overall football player, um, but I don't know if he's that. Um, you know, incredible athlete maybe that you're that you're looking to have. And maybe I, he's Brady Papinga. I mean, I don't know. He could hey, bring him Brady. right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's fair. No, and that's fair. And I think that there's a place for somebody like Drew in the NFL. Um, and and I actually think that that projection around the the 125 range is where we've seen him. Uh, getting picked might actually be a little bit high even for him. So he may slide a little bit more as teams get a little bit nervous about guys that do have, um, I believe, not only one, but potentially two ACL injuries he's had. Yeah, absolutely. So um, is there anyone maybe looking a little bit further down? Uh, again, probably pretty likely that we're going to take a couple of guys. I, I Short of them taking one of those mm-hmm. um, uh, top two Devons in the first round, right. I don't think they're going to be necessarily looking at anyone um, uh, before the second half of the draft. Uh, but just looking a little bit further down, they might uh, be – be looking to take a couple of guys to supplement this group. Anyone that stand out to you at all? You know, Wags, I will. Uh, I'll say a name that I think is probably familiar to a uh, a lot of Packer fans because he's a Wisconsin Badger right now. I love T.J. Edwards. I I love how he played at Wisconsin. He played so much faster than I think I expected him to be at the his frame. Um, but he is just a, he's a guy who's just a smart player, really good anticipation, which is probably why he kind of jumps off and, and is able to, um, you know, do the things that he's done and just a really good tackler. And that's something that at times we've missed on this defense over the last few years, probably Blake Martinez aside. So uh, to bring somebody in like him, especially I think he's projected to go much later in the draft, he could actually be a steal and a guy who could contribute on a defense someone that would have actually probably been drafted a little bit earlier had he came out before his senior season uh, last year so interesting to see I I I agree I really like him a lot and not just because he's a Wisconsin guy certainly we've seen more of him because of that he's just a football player yes I I like that I mean he's a hard-nosed guy uh, and he makes plays that's something else he's not just a a tackle machine Mm -hmm. he he could he's made plays and in coverage uh, um, and uh, I, I really like him, perhaps uh, lacking some of that top-end speed. But in a 3-4, your inside linebackers don't necessarily have to be burners. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the edge guys that are hopefully going to cover out in the field and, you know, um, that secondary group. So, I mean, realistically, um, they've got kind of a hybrid, usually a guy that's 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 in the secondary mm-hmm. um, that's contributing at that second level as well. So you don't necessarily need top-end speed at that inside linebacker group. It's a nice luxury to have. Um, but So I wouldn't be as concerned about that with a guy like T.J. Edwards. If he slides down and we can get him late, uh, maybe one of those two six-round six picks, mm-hmm. uh, absolutely, snap, snap him up. I would love that. Yeah, you, you can't have enough smart football players on your team, and, and I think that – um, maybe some physical limitations in his coverage. His hips can at times look a little uh, stiff, um, but 
wouldn't be um, surprised to see him as the kind of guy who's just a good team player, smart player, uh, that, that could stick in the NFL for five, six, seven years. And if you see a guy on the board, especially that late, that has that potential, you got to snap him up. Yeah, and I should mention that the Packers have also bought in um, Caden Ellis, a linebacker out of Idaho. Mm -hmm. He's projected to be a late round to undrafted free agent. Um, so uh, don't ever want to sleep on someone they bought in uh, for a pre-draft interview, um, someone they might be targeting late um, and another small school guy. Yep. So um, that that's uh, uh, a name to, to definitely not necessarily familiarize yourself with at this point in time, but could be uh, one to be looking out for later on in the draft. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of guys that we've brought in, uh, you know, through the, the the meetings, the Packers, as we like to talk about, they, they had uh, meetings with some of the local schools and they met with the uh, some of the Wisconsin Badgers players. And Ryan Connolly uh, had a one-on-one -on -one with the Green Bay Packers as well. Um, you know, and he's a walk-on, former walk-on at the Badgers that played some really good football uh, for for the University of Wisconsin over the years, and he could be another guy who's you know maybe a bit more of a day three guy. But those Wisconsin Badger linebackers know how to hit, and they know they have good instincts and know how to play ball. Anybody who is a walk on that ends up performing the way that he did just means he's heady and again a later guy that maybe could show some flashes for the Packers. One thing you got to appreciate about uh, a lot of the Badgers that get drafted late is they tend to be able to stick on rosters in the NFL because of uh, how smart they are. They can contribute to special teams yes. uh, and that's definitely important and so um, if uh, he's a guy that can you know get on a roster and, and get in camp um, and contribute in multiple phases of the game uh, local guy, sure, why not? I'd yep. love to have someone like Ryan on the team, um, see see if he's able to uh, make the roster and, and uh, help and contribute. And we brought in a couple other uh, former Badger, or another former Badger, another Big Ten guy, too, during these prospect meetings. Who else did we bring in, Wags? Um, so we had uh, Nate Hall out of uh, Northwestern, uh, another guy that's projected to be a, a late round undrafted free agent, and um, uh, another guy uh, that we brought in, perhaps not necessarily inside linebacker, but I'll just mention him here, uh, Van Ginkel, Andrew Van Ginkel out of Wisconsin. Um, so he was the guy that uh, kind of came on late in his career mm -hmm. with the Badgers, um, but had an opportunity to uh, interview with the Packers as well. So um, several names actually um uh, just looking at this list actually a little bit surprised more linebackers i think that have been uh bought in for pre-draft interviews than any other position partly it could be because that was a strength of, of wisconsin when we're talking about the local prospect yeah. visits um that was a strength of their team um but nonetheless uh, notable uh, uh in any regard so well, and and who knows i we'll, we'll see what goody's thinking but as we look at that, maybe he does see an opportunity, as we've discussed, that there's a lot of really, really strong talent at the top of the board for these linebacker positions. Uh, but as you fall a little bit later, uh, since there are some, some talented players that maybe you could take later, maybe he starts to look at guys a little bit later that he knows can contribute to his defense. And uh, it just so happens that a couple of those guys happen to be local guys and they could uh, make the short trip from Madison to Green Bay and maybe help this roster out. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dane, do you have any other thoughts on the inside line? 
linebacker position in general? Wags, it's just, this is a position where if you can find a difference maker, you pull the trigger and you find yourself a difference maker. If not, I think they're less likely, if, if they're not in the 12 range or if like some crazy thing happened and, and Devin Bush somehow fell or the Packers decided to trade back a little bit, five, 10 picks in the 12, the 12 range and they happen to be able to find Devin Bush or move up from the 30 because somebody like a Devin Bush or a Devin White somehow fell down the board. Um, outside of that, I think that, um, you know, we're probably gonna be looking a little bit later in the draft at this position uh, and, and, and use our higher picks on impact players uh, as we talked about probably tight end, potentially edge, maybe offensive line, maybe wide receiver. The options because of the free agent signings that Goody did are pretty limitless and I think right now we're just looking to find the best players available absolutely couldn't have said it my better myself um, so thank you for listening to the linebacker preview uh, stay tuned in the next few days we'll be dropping our edge uh, preview and yes. that's gonna start to get pretty exciting I know that we signed some guys yes. but I definitely think this could still be a position that uh, we go ahead and invest in as well pretty early on so stay tuned for that in the next few days uh, thanks for listening and go pack go 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 Pack Go!